This episode is brought to you by Schismatic Industries. Schismatic Industries is gi and no gi jujitsu apparel. You can check out their apparel at www.schismaticindustries.com, which is spelled S-C-H-I-S-M-A-T-I-C Industries. You can also follow them on Instagram at schismatic underscore industries and check them out for the best gi and no gi jiu-jitsu apparel. This episode is also brought to you by Guardian Oil. You can follow them at www.tryguardianoil.com or follow them on Instagram at handle tryguardianoil. Garden oil is a spray, a cleansing spray. You can use before or after training, especially in the grappling department, to keep you clean, keep your skin healthy, soft and clean from infection and germs. champion now. If, if you thought I was a pain in the ass before, you got no idea what you're in store for. Who the fuck is that guy? The Doctor and the Driver podcast starts now. You look good. Thanks. Something was different about you. I don't have headphones. Oh. I don't think that's what it is, but Okay. I'm wearing white? I don't know. Something looks different. Your hair looks like it's combed. It's groomed. It's not. I just woke up. Looks good. Thanks. That's a good look. Yeah. Where are your headphones? I don't know. It's been a mystery for the past 10 minutes. (laughs) What'd you get into last night? UFC. Well, obviously. You sit at home? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I don't know where they are. Oh, no, that was a separate conversation. I was wondering if you got into any fiascos last night. No. You never know with you. I know. The life of a man in central Pennsylvania is an unpredictable one. Dude, well, not anymore, man. Now it's predictable? Yeah, you're not allowed to move anymore here. Oh, really? Dude, I'm sure it's the same. Uh, yeah, I guess. I think I think we're in like another lockdown thing. Why this? Where does this come out of nowhere? I feel like it's came out of nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Does it have to do with the election, you think, or no? Mm, no. I think it's just people overreacting, honestly. This is not anything new, though. You know what I mean? No, it's, been... not. it's just, like, more people are getting sick, but, like, most of hospitalization and, like, death is down. That's... So what's the matter? <laughs> That's so, yeah. Okay. Mm. I think they're terrified of the like holiday season just making shit like real real bad Mm. interesting i don't know yeah i don't know what they're doing i just heard about this recently because i don't really watch the news yeah just drive just concrete in the world of concrete yeah Yeah. the world of concrete and mma is but all that interest interesting consumes me so but uh 
Yeah, so I guess, I guess like at the gym, they're just like trying to keep it low key now. Well, like in Pennsylvania, the recommendation now is to wear a mask inside. Like, inside what? Like inside your house. No. Yeah. No. Swear to God, dude. It is a no fucking governor. That's what I'm saying. Like, people are like, what? <laughs> just lounging around watching Netflix? Yeah, well, it's because, well, it's, you're supposed to wear a mask if someone from not your immediate household is in your house. You're supposed to wear a mask. Dude. This and is weird. Like, what? You want to hear something really, really strange? Mm-hmm. But you might find humorous. Um, I'm like fairly antisocial, so like, like I have like my small circle of people I want to talk to, mm-hmm. right? I think I lost you, so let me. Okay, there you go. Um, so when the when this all this first happened and the mask thing, like I I thought it was stupid, but I was like, this is kind of cool because if I see someone, if you know, maybe if someone I know happen to be like run into them at the store if they won't recognize me i won't have to talk to them did that happen ever i don't, I mean, I don't know because they, if they had a mask on i probably didn't recognize them either <laughs> yeah yeah like like if, it, like if i run into someone like at work or like someone i deliver concrete to like i don't want to talk to them but, i mean it's happened multiple times hey what's up buddy I'm what like, if they oh. would have done that would you been like oh not me i don't know you about to drop the old Irish accent. Yeah, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not me, mate. All right, so let's get into got big. We've got a big guest coming later. Oh, yeah, we do. Arnold Allen is joining us again. Yeah, that's right. Recurring guest. For us, it'll be later. Obviously, it'll be on this episode, though. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, he's had, it's been a long time since he's fought. I don't think it's his fault. I think he's had uh, people falling out. I don't remember what happened to the Josh Emmett fight. I'm going to have to ask him. Because they were supposed to, huh? They're afraid of him, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's afraid. For sure. They're afraid of that jab. They're, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, we'll get in. We'll talk to him later, wherever you want to put that in on the show. But yeah, so very exciting stuff. Probably, probably the most talked about active fighter on the podcast, I would say. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're basically just best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably start going to start joining us every week, or he'll be a he'll be a, another co-host. Double A engage. Arnold Alex engage. I like it. I like it. Mm. Uh. Just to make sure. Seeing what I got written down. I don't have that much written down. Okay. I don't have that much written down. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have some stuff, but mostly it's for. Yeah, it's for Arnold stuff. But yeah, so this card, uh, most stream card ever for sure. You think so? Oh, I guarantee awesome. it was. 
possible. Very possible. I mean, dude, everyone in the MMA, like everyone on the like meme world was like saying they were gonna stream it. So like you know, <laughs> I was one of those people. I hear you. But why would never do that? Because that's illegal. That's true. That's true. And instead of sharing it in a world. Yeah, basically, yeah. I don't, I don't. And I had a stream readily available to me. Yeah. True. I actually, I actually bought it twice because yeah. I felt so yeah. bad for everyone. The other people doing bad things. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did see one funny meme, not yesterday, but um, in the past, like, people who say fighters should get paid more are also the same people that are streaming and not, no one's getting paid per view points. <laughs> Which I'm not sure how true that is because I don't think undercard fighters get any pay per view points. I don't think that matters. Dude, you know what I did notice in this card? I don't think any underdog won. Mm, interesting. Go to that one. Go to that one website I showed you. Uh, that's not true. Tim Means was technically an underdog. See, well, on my betting website, it was it was dead even. Okay, go to that. Go to that. Uh, favorite. Caitlin Kuchagin was the favorite. Like, Vet Shevchenko was like minus two thousand, and Figueroa was. Yeah, that's true. And then on the on the coat on the prelims, I don't know about Dolby and Rodriguez. Even though that was a fucking uh, pretty controversial one. Yeah, it was. And the other Shevchenko. She was a favorite, I think. Uh, Buck- yeah. Buckley was a favorite over Jordan Wright, and Moreno was a favorite over Brandon Royville. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, I think all favorites won. Yeah, and the, and uh, on my bookie, the uh, the Tim Means one was 115-115. It was even. Yeah, I saw, like, when Did I you ever- my bet on Tim Means, I got him at, as an underdog at plus 115. Oh well, nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh. Let's see if I can go to it. I don't remember it. I think it's Best Fight Odds. Cool fucking website. Show it'll show you all the betting odds on every on every website and and all of them in whatever past card you want to look at. Wow. Very interesting. So you could type in, you could type in John Jones, and it would show, it would show every single one of his fights and what the odds were on every single website. See, that's the type of shit we need. What a smart idea! It's a great, it's a great website. It's called BestFightOdds.com. So a little small plug there. I learned it from. Uh, Luke Thomas, he mentioned he, he plugged it on the Joe Rogan experience, and I was like, damn, that's nice. Um, God damn it. Why, why am I struggling now? I'm, yeah, why are you struggling? Because I don't, I don't know how to computer, bro. Okay. Do you miss your phone? Wait. Do I miss it? Yeah. I'm only, I, not really, because I'm always on, I'm always on it, except for I'm doing this. You may start podcasting on your phone. Oh. No, not really. Here we go. All right. Let's see. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Tim Means. 
Oh, really? I just made a big, like, a grand statement. Where do you want to start? Bookmaker, 10 means plus 110. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, the odds are always evolving based on who puts money at what time. Yeah. So, bet DSI, he was – it was minus 104, minus 115. Probably what they closed at is what they're – Oh, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was interesting. This is, a, this is an interesting website. Even the majority had him as. Well, I guess the majority had it as even. Some had him as an underdog. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I want to. Let's, uh. We can start with the Shevchenko fight if you want. On the prelims? Yeah, I mean, I thought they were good fights. I didn't, I didn't watch enough of the Dolby Rodriguez one. I was like half watching it, so I don't really know. Half ass watched it too, but I know from all the announcers thought that Rodriguez won, and then so did the odds were like plus, like five hundred or something for Dolby. <laughs> if you would have live bet the third round. Yeah, you can make a lot of money. On- won a unanimous decision, and one of them. None of the judges gave him any rounds. One of the judges gave a Rodriguez zero rounds. Yeah, there was another. Uh, the Tim Means one was was a shitty. There was a shitty judge on there too. They got the they got the winner right. All three judges did, but someone gave Tim. Someone gave it thirty twenty seven. Tim Means when he has back taken most of the first round, almost choked. That's retarded. <laughs> How do you not score round one for Mike Perry after that? It's crazy. At least they got the winner right, but still. I mean, you have to know, like, Dana White has to, like, be aware this is an issue. Like, it's, it's a, it. here's the thing. People are so, um, people are so, like, ignorant and, and loud and, and controversial over judges a lot of times when they don't have to be. You know what I mean? Like uh, a lot of times they're they're just really really close fights, and then people blow up because they get so like one sided. Like no, this person won, and then they'll be like, look at the they'll pull up the numbers and they'll do all this crazy shit. When sometimes it's really close, like Dan Hooker and Paul Felder, like it was really close. It was hard to score, or like Tiago Santos and John Jones, really hard to score. Dominic Reyes, John Jones, another perfect one, just a hard one to score. But then you got because of people blowing up on shit like that, which they probably shouldn't, because it's tough. You got just really, really incompetent people and really, really shitty ones. I feel like it gets clouded or or whatever, like clouded by. Yeah, people need to be more precise when they like get upset and be like, get upset at the real ones. Like, yes, that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. You just made it way simpler. Yeah. Yeah, like there's no I reason like people at Paul Felder winning. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I think most people had Paul Felder winning, you know, but no, no, it was no, no, saying his last fight. Yes. Ridiculous. Insane. Yeah. You know, most likely he lost every round. I, I, I think I said, I think around two, like maybe he won that one. Like when I was watching, I'm like, he might have got that, but every other round was very clear, and someone gave him three rounds. That's crazy. The first three rounds. What the hell? Crazy. No reason that should be a split decision. That's 
That's what I'm saying. If that was a close fight, then who knows what's going to happen. So, but yes, I don't. So yeah, I don't know enough about the Dolby Rodriguez one. I, I half watched it, but I do remember. Uh, I think they thought he was up two rounds to nothing, and then the third round was like close. I guess. I don't know enough about it, so I'm speaking out of out of whatever. Um, so Shevchenko's little sister, right? I think I assume she's a little sister, but that might not be fair because maybe Valentina's just better. I don't know which one's older. That would suck. She's older. Let's see. There's always one if there's if there's siblings fighting. There's always one that's significantly better. Oh shit! So Antia Antonina is thirty six. Uh, well, how old is Valentina? I don't know, but I feel like... Probably a little younger. Yeah, she's probably the older 32. one. 32. So, Valentina's the younger one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Know. And it's the same weight class, so calling her little is not very Either. accurate. But, yeah, the, the the not as good one, we'll call her. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I mean, hey, she's, still, she's still good. She has, what, one loss? Yeah. Two losses. Too long. Okay, yeah. Because she was, yeah. I think she was whatever, seven and one or something when uh she fought Caitlin Chukagan, which I don't know if that was her last fight, but um, Caitlin Chukagan kind of put it on her, which we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah. So let's just dive into. It, I guess the her ground game was pretty sensational, which was very surprising. Because, like I said, I think I think her last fight was uh, the Kate and Chukagan one, where Kate and Chukagan just dominated her on the ground. Mm. And Lipsky's a, a pretty pretty legit grappler, so I was very surprised. Um, I did think when she had that like sort of Kasagatame spot in, the, in round one, I did think what Rogan was saying. I thought Lipsky was going to sneak out the back and take her back. Is what I thought, and she kind of did for a second, but she lost it. And then, um, yeah, I just think she really needed to be on top. That's what I think. Um, I don't know if Lipsky could have outstruck her because both Shevchenko's are pretty damn good strikers. Um, I think Lipsky probably needed to look for the takedown instead of get taken down, which I guess sounds easy enough. But <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was pretty surprised. I thought the method of victory would have been Shevchenko winning by striking or Lipsky winning by grappling. Yeah. But, but no, Shevchenko. No, Shevchenko looked good. Looked very good grappling, pretty easy. But no, it was a stoppage, right? Yeah, it was a it was a round two TKO. It was. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And then the next fight was uh, Jacqueline Buckley and Jordan Wright. Everyone knows who uh, Buckley's coming off that crazy like spin knockout. Kick in the face, super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, but he looks legit. And Jordan Wright was undefeated coming into this. Yeah. And he does look good. He for someone who's like small for the weight class, you know, he's always coming in like three pounds under. He's yeah, jacked. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like like they said, like you know, not having to cut weight at all. <laughs> like he must like. 
his cardio has got to be pretty decent. That's true. That's true. But some guys, are, some guys, when they when they don't cut weight, they're just so undersized. Yeah. Like uh, like how RDA and, and uh, Donald Cerrone, both of them at one seventy, the guys were just so much bigger. Well, like Darren Till, who was a giant one seventy, anyway. So I think he's a pretty decent sized middleweight now, but. Like when I remember when he fought Cowboy, and they looked like totally different weight classes. Like Cowboy was still at one seventy, he fought Darren Till, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Darren Till's so much bigger. It was like freakishly, and then so then it's kind of I don't know I don't know where I, I don't know how I feel about weight cutting. You know, a half of me says we shouldn't do it, but the other half of me says fuck it if you can do it, do it. I don't really know how I feel. It's pretty controversial. Um. Well, like in jiu-jitsu, they do same-day weigh-ins. You, you weigh in, and then you're on the mat one minute later. People still cut weight. So it's kind of wrestling, right? Or it's kind of dangerous because like, you cut all that weight, and then you're on the mat right away. But like, like when we wrestled, like I didn't, I didn't cut weight. Um, but, you know, a lot of people did. So luckily for me, there's a pretty big weight gap in the weights. But... You know, and everyone's just stuffing peanut butter jelly sandwiches right after they get on the scale, and then on the mat like an hour later. <laughs> that can't be good. But with with thirty six hours or whatever, like I don't well, know. Why did everyone do it? I don't know because they they think the next guy's gonna do it, and they don't want to be small. Mm-hmm. I know what I know. What what's that? There must be some advantage. Obviously, no one will do it. Yeah, the secret's out. You know, people have not cut weight and cut weight, so they know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know one FC does like these like hydration tests, quote unquote. But I, uh, I, I'm, there's gotta be a way to cheat the system. There has to be. Yeah, dude. But that that that's where I feel. It's like uh. If you're gonna put make some weird no weight cutting guideline, you know people are gonna find a way around it. But well, maybe they won't. I don't know because they could like do like a you weigh in the next day and and like maybe your weight could only change so much. So I don't know. Anyways, point is, Buckley looks pretty pretty big and strong for someone who's like supposed supposedly undersized. Yeah, he looked fucking good. Curious to see him fight someone with a number. See what happens. He called out James Kraft, but I loved it. Because remember James Kraft was talking that shit? Yeah. That was funny. What did he call him, a shit bag or something like that? I forget his exact words. He said, that guy's from my neck of the woods. He's a real shit bag. He can get it, too, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun fight. Yeah. James Kraft is just a tough son of a bitch. And then um, Bram Moreno versus... Uh, Brandon Roydal. Oh, two Brandons. Interesting. I didn't think about that yesterday. Uh, Brandon Moreno is so fun to watch. It's so exciting. But Roybal was so high-paced and active. It was a good fight while it lasted. Yeah. Almost the whole first round. Roybal suffered some sort of injury. What, his shoulder? Popped out. Then they Say it again? Yeah. It would have been fine. If, if they wouldn't have called the fight, because he got it in the last fucking second, Oh, stop. 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 He would have popped his shoulder back in. He would have been good to go for round two. Stop. They would have popped it back in. He would have tried, and he would. it would have been awful. There's no way he could have fought. It would have hurt so bad. 
Nuh-uh. He seemed fine. Mm, I don't think so, man. Whatever. This, the second I no, I hear what you're saying. I, that's probably what he would have attempted to do. I don't think it would have ended well. Yeah. But they could have popped that sucker back in on the stool, like you said, if it ended. But the second he tried to defend a takedown or block a kick, I guarantee that would just fuck him up. That's my guess. I don't know, man. Most of the time all they need is just a popper back in and it's good for a little bit. Look, I've seen the movie Friday Night Lights too. Okay, I'm just saying. I don't. I think. I think. Watch I think, it Sunday. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> What's the best football movie? Uh, Friday Night Lights. You think so? Yeah. As far as like football, football goes, gotta be right. Yeah. Because Varsity Blues is really good, but it's kind of just like a fun movie. Joke. It's what. More varsity blues is more like making fun of football. Ah, uh, kinda, I guess. Kinda making fun of like the seriousness of it, but yeah. but still good football movie. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah remember the yeah, remember the tight. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Any given Sunday, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is like make sure you're not racist movie, but still yeah. good football movie. Really good football movie still. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. Like, if you're looking, if like, if you're into the football zone, that's gotta be the go-to. Yeah. Tejas football. So yeah, so that was the prelims or the important ones. Um, and then we go to the main card. We're your boy. My boy Paul Craig. Fucking all right. So why would you put money on Shogun? What are you thinking? Underdog. I was like, fuck it. I don't like Paul Craig. Why don't you like Paul Craig? I don't like Gage always fucking talking this guy up. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I think maybe Shogun will fucking beat him. He did not. I I don't think I don't think it should have been a draw the first time. This was a rematch, so it was a draw the first time. I thought Paul Craig won the first time. Well, this time was just like, all right, Shogun, time to hang him up. Look bad. Who who did Shogun look decent against last? Didn't he? What was his last fight? Can you pull that up? Didn't he look decent? No, there's so many old guys that keep fighting that it's hard to pick them up. Well, he actually beat Anthony uh, Noguera, who also is a fucking old guy. So That's true. It was like the Battle of the Grandpas. You're right. Yeah, that was his last fight. And then it's he, Paul Craig. He's not even 40, though. Isn't he, like, decently young? He's, like, 38. Fuck, you're right. That's not crazy, old. He's just been fighting forever. Dude, I don't know. I just didn't. He looked bad this fight. But maybe Paul Craig was really good. That's, I mean, you know what? That is possible. No, I'm with you. I'm just trying to find. tapped from punches. Come on. Never a good sign. Yeah. A little embarrassing. Yeah. Go out on your shield. Like, you just don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I mean. Again, he probably didn't want to be there getting rained down on with punches, but you still just like, all right, ref, you're going to stop it. I know you are. Yeah, you don't usually. Like, <laughs> done eventually. Uh, or, or simple solution. This might be controversial, but simple solution, just give up your neck. That's what I say. Uh-huh. He's just like given like a, a clear opening for, because he has back taken. I guarantee Paul Craig, being the smart fighter he is, would have snatched his neck up. And then you can tap. And then you will stop getting punched. And then people like us won't be making fun of you for tapping the strikes. 
Yeah, don't tap, don't tap the strikes. What a waste of money right there. Well, I mean, it was your own fault. I don't think many people thought Shogun was going to win. Well, I had a parlay with him and Tim Means, so I would have cashed out pretty nice doing that. Well, maybe you should have not been. Maybe you should have got on the Tim Means and Paul Craig train. Maybe I should have. The Bear Jew. This is this is the second week in a row. Well, not week, but second time in a row you've bet against Paul yeah, Craig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you made the point. <laughs> Stop sleeping on my boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, Caitlin Chukagian, he looked good, yeah. So, second round to Gayo. Um, Caitlin Chukagian versus Cynthia Calvillo. This will be, this was Cynthia Calvillo's, Calvillo, hard word to say. Um, her second fight at flyweight moving up. She looked, I tell you what, they can't talk about how big and strong she looked. She looked a little chunky, Alex. That's what I saw, a little chunky. I thought she was a little chunky. Were you out there? Was yeah. I out there? No, I wasn't out there. Am I just putting it out there? Yeah. Say it one more time. I lost you for a second. I said, were you out there pinching her? Right. No, no. Yeah, I had the... the... This. No, what are those things called that you, that you do the body fat? What are those called? Calibers or something like that? Yeah. No, I did not. But I'm just saying, I thought she looked a little chunky. But, well, so her first fight was against, I think it was Jessica I, and she looked really good against Jessica I, who, you know, is like, whatever. She's been so high-ranked for some reason for so long. I'm not sure why. I guess because there's not enough people. But So then Cynthia got a pretty high ranking for beating Jessica I. But, and you know what's crazy? Because when we did this show last week, I was like, I think Calvillo's going to win. And here's full circle, Alex. I thought that because her grappling's pretty good. I was, I was like, it's going to be better than Caitlin Chukagan. But then, after seeing how Antonina Shevchenko dominated Andrew Lipsky, I was like, damn, maybe Caitlin Chukagan's grappling is just really, really good. So maybe Caitlin Chukagan can pull this off. And then, full circle, where it doesn't make any goddamn sense in the world, there was no grappling, and it was just a striking match. <laughs> <laughs> but Caitlin Chukagian won, so I thought all that I went all all around the circus well, for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> uh, all that for no reason at all. It was a kickboxing match. Yeah. But you know, pretty. Dumb. I'm not sure the scorecards. Uh, I was peeing. I was like, damn. I was assuming they gave that to Caitlin Chukagian. They probably. I assume they gave her every round. But I don't know. I think she won every round, right? I don't know. But unanimous decision. So then we already kind of talked about this. Tim Means versus Mike Perry. I thought it was pretty clear Tim Means won two and three. And I also thought it was pretty clear Tim Means lost round one. But apparently to one judge, it was not, which is fine for me personally because I won a parlay starting with Tim Means. No, starting with Caden Kagan. But I, I, I want fair judging in general. And uh, I don't see how the hell you gave Tim Means round one. That's crazy to me. Crazy to me. Yeah. So, uh, in the Clochagan one, she won 30-27, all three. Okay. Thank you for looking that up. I, th- I assumed, but I didn't, I didn't see it. But, yes, Tim Means. I mean, I watched the fight, and I assumed, but. So, do you blame Mike Perry? It's crazy. Uh, like, 
20 pounds over and like dude i love how the internet just turns no. him <laughs> everyone posting videos yeah i don't i don't shit and like him being fat hilarious everything about yeah it was fun no. I think it had nothing to do with anything. Honestly, I don't think it has to do with how crazy he is, how how fat he was. I I, I don't think so. I think uh, I just think he's just not very technical. He he never has been. He's just kind of he's got where he is on on. Well, he's really powerful. He hits hard and he's just gritty. Like he he loves to scrap. So, but to me, this was a, a technical fighter. Talk about a good jab. I know Joe Rogan kept talking about it. Jesus Christ! I think he cut. I think he cut Perry open just jabbing him to death. Very technical. Timmins was. Um. But I want fair judging. I don't. I don't know. I we need to start putting these fucking people on blast. How how do you get Timmins trying to one? That's crazy. That's almost as crazy, Alex, as you're talking about the Yan fight. Given her fucking, if you would if they would have given her round one, which you said, people on the internet were when she fought Claudia Gadelia. Yeah. People. That would were. also be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be almost as crazy as what you just is giving to me. Then. I didn't say I did. I said they were like when they show the fucking tweets, man. There were people who were tweeting that they could so get into the, that fight that round. No, you can't. You said it then, not me. I'm just think, letting you. Know. I'm not upset at you. I'm saying I remember. I remember saying that's crazy. That should never. That there's no way that should happen. Which it didn't. It didn't. But. That's almost as crazy as giving Tim Means round one, which someone did. Which did happen. That's crazy. Dude, he almost got choked out. He had his back pick in, like, most of the round. Jiu-Jitsu is, like, barely a martial art. Stand him up. Like, I'll I tell you what, here's... When <laughs> down there, and I was like, like, Mike Perry, lose a point for being boring, basically. <laughs> I've always said Jiu-Jitsu would never work on me. I would just stand up. That's what yeah. I would say. Exactly, dude. I just get up. <laughs> I would just. Why doesn't he just stand up? You know, <laughs> you know this is this is, a, this is a thing, right? People say this. Yeah, I know. Dumb people, obviously, but yeah, people say. That it. judge was saying it. He was like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That... The other ones, he's like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> <laughs> to me, he was like, "Are you gonna stop this? He's about to choke me. Why are we? Why are we allowing this brown crap?" Uh, interesting, interesting take, Alex. Interesting take. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very, I'm just really surprised that uh, he went in there and got a takedown. But now that we're talking about all these people on Twitter calling for stupid fucking judges, maybe there's just not that many people who can judge a fight, which is to me crazy. They should start going to school or something. You know, yeah, but, not like not like a three year program. You know. Like maybe a two week class. I think it's hard out. Oh, to be a judge. Sorry, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a referee. It's, I think it's hard to be a referee. Saying judge. Yeah, no, you're right. Shouldn't be that hard. Maybe they should. I don't think they do. Most of them are boxing judges, right? From our, or is yeah, that old? That's what the issue is. Yeah, <laughs> old school boxing judges that have no idea what they're looking. At. So that guy that scored it for Timmy yesterday, he was like, "What the fuck are they doing down here? They boxing." This guy didn't even strike. This ain't, this ain't boxing. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, uh, I tell you what, Mike Perry hits pretty fucking hard though. Yeah, I had he had me worried a couple times. I'm like, get out of there, stop. Um, His girl in the corner, I forget. Yeah, she was very pregnant. I farted, you heard it. I did. Mike picked it up. (laughs) This girl's pregnant, too? She's so pregnant. Are you serious? Did you not see the picture? Uh, Obviously not, I guess. There's a video of him holding pads for her, and she's just in her, like, sports bra, and she's, like, so pregnant. It's like almost unbelievable. It's like an alien baby. I feel like they just announced her pregnancy and she's like a balloon. That's crazy. He was just married, right? Like yesterday. I mean, I, he has to still be married. There's no way he's actually divorced. No way. Jeez. I think, I think that's a process. Well, love, so. love, you know? No, he's just a piece of shit. I'm pretty sure he beat her up. I think that's the thing. His wife or the girl? The wife. The wife. Oh, Sorry again. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you keep picking it up? Yeah. I would keep wondering what the fuck. And then I'm like, oh. oh sorry. It's kind of my trademark. <laughs> I guess. All right. <laughs> um, Championship house. Oh, yeah. Pull the card up. So, yeah, Tim means one. Let's see. Valentina won a decision against Jennifer Maya. She lost her first round. She's lost in a long time. Yeah, all the judges 49-46. Oh, yeah. She definitely lost round two. I think it was round two. She was, uh, yeah, she had, she's on bottom. She was she got taken down. Had to fight off the bottom for most of the round. But the rest of the fight was, which is crazy. It was probably the least exciting fight of the whole night. It's kind of crazy. I fell asleep. You fell, fell asleep. Did you make it to the main event? I did, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that exciting of a fight. Um, but she, you know, she did what she did. What she, did. she won. She, she was definitely the better striker. And then she was trying to take take Maya down, which is kind of weird. I think she's a much better striker. But what do you do? Yeah, she just took her down. Shell struckers took her down here and there. Not not a whole lot happened besides that. But yeah, she it was pretty clear four rounds to one. But still kind of crazy because she doesn't really lose rounds ever. The flyweight division just doesn't. Have, I'm telling you that. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. I'll, I'll hold my thought. Why? Okay. Okay, I'll say it. Yeah. Um. Two two former. Friends of the show, or should I say former friends, former guests of the show. Uh, Jillian Robertson and Andrea Lee are fighting each other. They were like, You guys, you know, doc, you know, Dr. Driver. I know Dr. Driver. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this out. <laughs> I, I'll say this much, though. That's a hard fight for Andrea Lee. Well, she struggled with Roxanne on the ground and fucking to Jillian Robertson's a savage. That's ridiculous, but savage on the ground. She chokes everyone out except for uh, her last fight with, was it, what's her face? Um, the girl's under 500 now. Was it Raina Marcus? Was that her last fight? 
didn't finish her, but usually she just chokes the fuck out of everybody. And I, I and um, Andrea definitely struggled with Roxanne's ground game. The loss of the fight. Joe's a monster on the ground. But I'm trying to say like something like that might be what needs to challenge Valentina. Is what I'm trying to say. Because flyweight usually there's not a lot going on. It's like the same circle you always see. Like getting getting up there ranked. You know, he got like what? JoJo, what's her name? Joanne Calderwood, the Scottish lady. Jessica I. You know, she's just beating them all. So maybe you need someone like like that. But obviously I don't want I wish no ill will to Andrew Lee. So but I'm just saying Yeah, I, I can't root for anyone in that fight, but you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that stylistically it's a hard fight for her. That's all. Yeah. But so then again, not a whole lot to talk about. We're not, I shouldn't say not a lot, but, you know, not a lot of a fight. Davison, Figueroa versus... I wish I would. You know what the odds were for fucking Figueroa to win by submission? Give me those odds and then give me odds of Figueroa winning round one. Well, I mean, the he had, like, the, the odds for him to finish were, like, in the, were the favorite. Well, what about him? Like, I know, I don't know how your website works, but what are, like, he wins in round one? Like, do you don't have that? Decent, but they weren't as good as submission. Submission I saw was, like, plus 1,200. Really? Yeah. He's got a nasty guillotine. That was his fifth guillotine if win. If you would have parlayed first round and submission, and submission, it probably would have been astronomical. I don't think you can parlay finishes, can you? Yeah, you can. You can do, you can pick... Round and finish. Oh, okay. That's the yeah. only way you can do it. But yeah, that's weird. That says that that was such a such a crazy odd because he's got a really good submission game, and Alex Perez is pretty much a wrestler. So you you know we knew he was going to try to take him down. Oh yeah, we knew it. Why don't you fucking throw that in the group chat? Hey, Figueroa's got a mean fucking guillotine, guys. He's got a nice guillotine. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, mean, I guess I, I guess I, I'm with the odds, guys, because I didn't think he would win by submission. But I'm just trying to say, like, you know, stylistically, that it makes sense. Nasty guillotine. It's just, he got it from a weird spot too, because he like had his back taken and like he just like turned into it. Like it, it was like a it's like most guys wouldn't get it from there. That arm in guillotine. I need to work on that, Alex. That arm in's hard, I think. I'm not very good at it. Some people are better at it. Who else likes the arm in? I think Jim Miller, good guillotine guy. I think he likes the arm in. Dustin Poirier, maybe a ter- maybe the worst guillotiner in the world. He tries it all the time and never gets it. <laughs> I think he likes the arm in. And everyone knows how easy it is. <laughs> Dude, anytime I hear that anymore, which is not often, but, you know. Dustin Poirier is like the gold standard of examples. I bet he has he has to have a hundred guillotine attempts. <laughs> None of them. None of them he gets. Dude, uh, Figueroa is tied with uh, Mighty Mouse for most flyweight wins. I didn't know that. Thirteen. He's good. He's good, man. He's definitely good. He is good. Yeah. Such a good guillotine, though. 
spoiler alert, I got I'm gonna ask Arnold Allen some guillotine stuff. Yeah. Uh, well Farah Sahabi, his coach, I talked about it before, in my opinion, the best coach in MMA. Um just released a uh, a guillotine instructional. So I want to ask him, like, how good is Frost's guillotine for real? Because if Arnold says it's not that good, I'm I'm gonna try to lose him some money. Because I'm like, don't buy that fucking guillotine, fucking instructional. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's gonna be like, it's terrible. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know much about instructionals, Alex? Do you know what they are every time I mention them? Sounds gay. Sounds gay? <laughs> uh, You're oh. buying a video of a dude rolling around with another dude. Yeah, very in-detailed. They're, they're pretty expensive, like over 100 bucks usually. The Donner ones, the Donner ones are like 250 bucks because they're not on sale. But it is like 12 hours of like this shit. But um, there. Yeah, I'm sure they're great. Um, I watched, I, I got one of them because when COVID happened, uh, the reverse Chimera one from uh, Drew Weatherhead was was free. So I downloaded it and I watched like some of it, but it's hard to sit down and just watch that shit. You know, I guess if you had like a training partner there with you, it'd be probably better. But um, and did I ever attempt a reverse Chimera? No, never did. So there you go. But anyways, Frost did drop a uh, a guillotine instructional, which, to your point, why would you even need one of those? Because it's such an, <laughs> such an easy it's such an easy finish. Dude, I mean, I feel like just watching. Like I watched uh, figure arrows, and I know how to do it now. So, you know, the weird thing about jujitsu is if you watch any submission, it they all look easy, all of them. Name a submission that looks difficult. No, uh, a knee bar looks kind of hard. A knee bar is kind of hard, but they're all kind of hard. That's kind of the point. I was just trying to get at. Like any, like if I laid there, if I laid there just limp dick for you, you could obviously demonstrate any submission on me. Wow. But if I'm resisting. You obviously, you need a good setup. You need to make it to where it's against my will, obviously. That's why people like it. People don't like jujitsu because they can just do submissions on people. <laughs> they like it because it's hard. So, right. anyways, they should figure out who has to guilty. Yeah. Turns out. Yeah. I did think Perez was going to pull it off, though. I really did. I wasn't just, I wasn't just shitting on you. I wanted to try to trick you. Yeah. Well, so that was really busted pretty early. So I was like, well, I'm not rebetting that one. That did. Oh, well, then that's good. Yeah. So let's, let's next week real quick. Um, kind of a stinker, Alex. Another stinker. Kind of a stinker. Yeah, it's kind of a stinker. Why is dude, <laughs> yeah, Anthony Smith. What? He says, Devin Clark, two pretty well-known dudes. I don't know why they're so far down the list. They're like the first fight on the main card, which is very strange. Anthony Smith is over. I don't know why you say that. I bet he beats Devin Clark. I don't know, man. What are the odds? Can you give them to me? Yeah, I can. Give me a second. Well, I don't know why that's not the coming event, though. That doesn't make any... When you look at this card, 
I know you like to hate on Anthony Smith for some goofy reason, but when you look at this card, there's no reason Anthony Smith should not be the co-main event. People hate him. I don't think people hate him. I think you hate him. I don't think anyone else does. Well, there's a reason he's not on the main card, isn't there? He is on the main card. I think he's just the first fight on the main card. Should be the co-main. Let's see. He's got to be the favorite. Has to be. I hope he's not, because I'm unlike you. I am going to bet on Anthony Smith. Dude, it's a pick'em right now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, they're both minus ten. That's fair. Damn, I'm going to put Derek Lewis is a heavy underdog, which I, I don't see unless he does something fucking crazy to knock out Curtis Blades. He's just going to get wrestle fucked. Gonna get killed. He'll get finished, I think, because he'll be so damn tired. You think? Yeah. Five rounds? Five rounds? Five dude. rounds? Oh, fuck no. He's not making that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the main event. He's gonna get wrestled fucked for five rounds. He's gonna be dead. Tired. I mean, dead tired, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he'll get so gassed. Yeah. How about, you said heavy underdog. What are the odds? Plus 225. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Plus 225. But, God, he hits so fucking hard, though, dude. You, my betting app, the Anthony Smith, Devin Clark is the co-main event. Well, then Google just has it fucked up. That would make sense. Yeah. I was going to say, that's pretty weird. Let me pull up the UFC website and see what it says. Usually Google's on point, son. I learned that from you, Alex. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I, I usually check UFC website, and Google's usually more accurate. Let me check UFC events website. Yeah, that would make more sense. But I'm not full of shit. That should be the coming event. All right, Alex, you know computers. What's a cookie policy? Why is it always what's a cookie policy? It fucking tracks the, what you type in. It's what? It tracks why where you're at, why you're there, what you clicked in, what you typed. That sounds like a uh, like, you know you ever notice you go on Facebook and like say you like search to shop for something and then all of a sudden it's all the ads are on your Facebook for that item. Yeah, that's cause of cookies. Cookies. Yeah. What a strange name. Let's talk about that. Why the fuck is it called cookies? I don't know why they call cookies, but it's like sounds like comes of like where you've been. It sounds like intrusion, Alex. It is intrusion. So, so well, I go. If you like shit, you know, if you're looking for that thing and now you're getting all the sales, that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah I, I see your point. Yeah. I, I will have to say this. Um, so, when I go to the UFC page, two things. One, Google is right. Anthony Smith is not the main of it, main, not the command of it. But also, what was I saying? So the cookie policy, <laughs> um, is it just informing me? Like there's nothing, there's no, I don't have a say in it, right? Yeah, you don't really have a say. I don't have a say? No. Oh, it's just like, just so you know, this is your cookie yeah, policy. Yeah, guess what, you're, we're using your cookies. So it's my cookies, I don't, I don't even get the cookies? I'm giving them cookies? <laughs> no, yeah, you're giving them your cookies. <laughs> it's fucked up, they should at least give me, like, I, like I'm, we're going to take a little bit of some of your information, here's some cookies. That's what, that's what I thought I was getting cookies. I'm letting you use the website. That's the that's your cookie. Oh, dude, man, this cookie shit's bullshit. Okay. There's no. I don't know. I don't know how 
either you know a lot about this stuff or I'm just like really slow for someone my age because I shouldn't know this stuff for someone who uses the internet all the time. I think I would. I'm Don't. surprised you didn't know how cookies work. I've always seen like accept cookies or you just took whatever it. that is. I don't. I never, ever, ever knew it. I never knew what it meant. <laughs> you know what else I don't understand, Alex? Maybe you can explain. What? A VPN. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the VPN helps hide your cookies. Hide my cookies. Oh, because I'm giving cookies. That's right. So, like, VPNs make those sites whenever they want your cookies. The VPN makes them think your cookies are someone else's cookies. Well, does that screw someone else over? Yeah, it's because yeah. the advertisers don't know exactly oh, the advertisers. where you're at. Okay, so uh, I swear we're going to stop talking about cookies in a second, but I need you. I'm going to give you a scenario, and I need you to do your best to explain it to me. So UFC, I went to the UFC event page, UFC.com. Yes. And it said something about taking cookies from me. Uh-huh. So give me a scenario. Like what? What information could they be getting about me? Just by me going to a UFC. They're now gonna sell that your IP address in like Seattle, Washington went to UFC.com. So they could sell that to like say like they have advertisements for like a UFC event in Seattle next week. Like now when you go on Facebook, it's gonna show that advertisement because they know you went to the UFC website. So you probably like UFC and you're in Seattle. We have a UFC event in Seattle. We'll advertise to you on your Facebook. God damn, that's a good example. So good that's example. how you take your cookies. So to my specific uh, IP address, not just anyone in Seattle. No, yeah. So like they're targeting me. They know they're targeting you because they know you went to the UFC oh, website. Oh, this person at, in this area. Okay. So, Devil's Avocado. If there was a UFC event in Seattle, I'd want to know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to know that because I'll probably try to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously not now. So. Yeah, but that, be that's it. how they use it. So, it's like, okay. say you, like, Google fucking, like, I don't know. You, like, say you're looking for, like, Kimberly's Christmas gift or whatever. And you fucking Google that shit, like you Google like a handbag, it's gonna fucking show up all over your Facebook. Because of my cookies. Because of your cookies. So I give that website my cookies, mm-hmm. and then they in turn take my cookies and sell it to other websites yeah. to advertise. Um, what if I want to keep my cookies? Your cookies. What if I want to keep my cookies to myself? You have to like make yourself like anonymous on everything. Hmm, okay. That's how you use a VPN. VPN, okay. Your cookie's yours. So realistically, to summarize, mm-hmm. if you don't care about getting advertisements, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And also realistically, it doesn't matter anyways because you don't have much say in it. Yeah. Okay. What a strange what a strange thing this internet. Well, like if you want to use free sites, like that's how they make their money. Like that's why Google's free. It's true. It's true. That makes sense. Google's free because they sell you cookies. Yeah. 
Did you ever watch that movie where uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson work at Google? No, yeah, I, think it, I, 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 I never actually have seen it. I just, pretty, the premise is way far-fetched. Pre, not really at all, actually. Pretty hilarious. They would never that, hire two interns that are like 40. Yeah, that's what's kind of funny. I don't think, I think, I think it was a thing you could just do. I don't think like they got invited specifically. I don't remember the whole setup, Alex. It's like the first five minutes of the movie, okay? But the rest, the rest of the movie is 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 pretty good. It's pretty funny. You recommend it? Oh, for sure. I, mean, I haven't Are seen it in a long Crashers? time. Is it better than Wedding Crashers? No, definitely not. No, not many things are. Wedding Crashers is great. Yeah, I think you got me to watch Wedding Crashers. I think you and Travis Martin. I think because I've never seen it. You know, I don't think I've ever seen either. What? What's the movie with Seth Rogen where there's like a pregnant lady? What's that movie called? Knocked Up. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's pretty good. I don't like Seth Rogen that much. Uh, He's just so one-dimensional. Like, I wouldn't like that movie, man. <laughs> He's pretty his like standard character like to the extreme. Like I just Yeah, like, when isn't he... Yeah, what isn't he just Seth Rogen? You know what I mean. Uh, but you know what I do like that movie. Uh, one of the funniest movies I've seen. In, like, it's not very recent, but I was like surprised how funny it was. Was this is the end? This is the end's great, dude. Funny movie. Yes. Funny. Themselves that makes it so funny. Yeah, it was great. That was a funny fucking movie. But funniest movie of all time, Alex. What is it? Funniest movie of all time. Wow. Easy, easy guess for me, but I'll let you go first. I mean, I feel like it's different for like, you know, at the time. I'm asking your opinion. I'm not asking like for you to, like, you know what I mean? For me personally, probably Step Brothers. Really? Yeah. Or like, if I honestly think about like what movie made me laugh the hardest the first time I ever saw it was Jackass number two in theaters. Mm, I don't know if that counts. That's like not, I mean I get it, it's not, it's a movie but it's like not a movie. Okay. So Step Brothers, it is. Yeah. I did laugh really hard when I first saw Step Brothers, this is true. The, the, the two movies I laughed the hardest at ever, well the first one, my number one comedy of all time is not even close, it's Tropic Thunder, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, that movie holds. I can watch that movie right now and probably cry laughing. And I've seen it a hundred times. But I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for parodies, Alex, and and I just watched it again. Yeah. Recently, I watched it again. Not another teen movie. <laughs> I lose it. Really? I, oh my God, it's the best. I've seen it multiple times, but it's often oh, it must have been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think it, it's a good movie, but. I wouldn't put it in my top ten. Oh, dude, it's in my top two for sure. But I like parodies though. Yeah. Dude, that's a funny fucking movie. Are you kidding me? Oh. But now I be like most people wouldn't even have like seen all the movies that that movie is making fun of. Right. right. That's that's why I think it's it's one of my favorite because I I, I know all the references. Yeah. It's like like Scary Movie Three is my favorite one, and I think it's just because I know all those references. It's like basically Signs and The Ring, 
two movies I'm very familiar with. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why it's my favorite. Although The Ring, to this day, is this king of segues here. Scariest movie ever. Uh, The Conjuring for me. No, The Ring. The Ring didn't scare me. Are you serious? Did you know that movie? This is a hot take here. This is interesting. This is something you may or may not know about. You know that movie quite literally ruined my childhood. (laughs) No. No, I didn't know it quite literally ruined it. Quite literally, Alex. This is not not an exaggeration. This is true. Did you know I have not seen this movie since the year it came out? I you can't watch it. Can't. Yeah, you can. you should do it as an adult now. No, no chance. Why? Never, dude. This is like my kryptonite. Afraid of VCRs? VCRs don't even exist anymore, Gage. Dude, I'm telling you. I did, you want to hear? You want to hear something creepy, dude? Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps looking at myself. I'm afraid I'm seeing that little bitch. I think her name. I think her name was. I think her name was Samantha. The little coming fucking out of the well. coming out of the well. Dude, I feel like I can see her hair in the back. It's freaking yeah. out. Dude, oh shit. <laughs> I got no, goosebumps. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think I can go to bed after this now. Now that we're just talking about it. I swear. So this is, I gotta, I gotta tell you the story. So I was, uh, my mom was living in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. And it just came out on DVD. And she borrowed it from her neighbor. Now look up the year the ring came out. I think it was 2002. Yeah. I think it was 2002. So I was 10. Positive. I was 10 years old. I was. So look this up real quick. I am. The ring. Yep, 2002. So I was 10 years old or nine. One of the two. Depending on what year. Depending on what month, right? So... My mom's like, well, we're watching a scary movie, right? I obviously seen scary movies before. I was introduced to R-rated movies very early on. The first R movies I ever seen were The Terminator and um, Predator. That was R. Um, what's that? I didn't even know The Terminator was R. Oh, definitely. But actually, now that, I'm, now that I think about it, The Ring probably isn't. Probably PG-13. I don't I'm know. pretty sure The Ring PG-13, man. Dude. So anyway, so I'm watching it. I'm watching it with with my with my mom and I think I'm assuming my stepdad was there. And bro, just scared the fucking shit out of me. Literally, never seen it again. It's a PG-13 movie. So I've literally never seen that movie since that day. So it's meant for 13 year olds. It's so scary, Alex. I've seen the movie, man. I doesn't. It's scare. fucking scary. You're crazy. Like so anyway, and shit. That that shit scares me. Um, what's more likely, Alex? There's a, a, some ghost you can't see, or some lady's going to crawl out of your TV. <laughs> yeah, from my VCR. <laughs> uh, I got goosebumps talking about this, Alex. This is this is a movie I haven't seen in almost twenty years. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging that's weird. So here's the point. So, so here's the thing. So, you think now you couldn't rear naked choker, bro? Put her in arm bar. Nah, just because once you see her, your face turns fucking sideways and shit. You just die. I don't think. Well, I don't think she beats you up to death. <laughs> you don't. You don't fight her to the death. The the 
Was it Scary Movie 3 that where she comes out of TV and the girl? Yes. Yes. Oh, hell no, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If I'm not saying I'm worried a rotting girl from a corpse would beat me up physically. That's not what I'm scared of. Because I think you're right. I think I could probably choke her out. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say, I just pull guard. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I think she just looks at you. Dude, I, I won't watch it. I won't watch it. And because of that reason, I haven't seen any sequels. Can't, all right, last thing, and then we're going to wrap up because we got Honor Allen coming on later. But look up, go to YouTube, and I want to hear it too. You, I no. saw we're not I saw her again. I saw her face. You gotta do it. No. Why won't you do it? You're scared because now. Fucking. We already went through this thing where I'm going to YouTube and you can't hear it, and then it's fucking ten minutes of me having to edit shit. If I can't, then end the recording and do it. How about that? Fine. All right. Are we done? We're done. We'll we'll, we'll throw on now and later. We're done. Okay. We'll throw on now and later. We'll be. We're done. On We're done. Yes. On now. And here we go. Arnie, what's up, buddy? Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, buddy. Nice seeing you again. And you, man. Alex is with me again. Tell Alex what's up. <laughs> Where is he at? <laughs> How's it going? What's up, man? <clears throat> so how you been, man? Obviously, some rough times, huh? Uh Last 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 thing I know is uh, Jeremy Stevens pulled out, right? I don't know. If yeah. You can give us some update on on what's up now. Yeah, no no update. There's literally no update. That's it. That's the update. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, man. Sucks. I know you reached out to uh, was it Edson Barboza. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I just saw he was saying he wanted to fight in um, December, January. I was like, oh yeah. I'll like if if he wants to fight in December, that makes sense to me. Like he, he's a name that's worth waiting for, you know. Yeah, no nothing back, huh? No nothing. So I, I know it's his last fight in his contract, so he's probably yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's not ducking, but yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mystery, man. I'm sure you're itching to get back in there. What's the um? What's the new? Are you guys locked down now? Or you're still at TriStar, right? You guys? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty everything shut. The gyms are shut here, so yeah. But you know, still training in the parks and all that stuff. It ain't too cold yet, so gotcha. uh, yeah, it's still getting the working. But um, yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, like hopefully before the end of the year. Seems a bit optimistic at this point. Like it, you know, it seemed a bit doubtful about that. But they announced some fights in January, so I'll be down. I'll be ready. Have you been in any talks with uh with the UFC or or is it kind of silent? Yeah, it's pretty silent to be fair. But um, I I don't think any well other than Qatar Holloway, I don't think any of the top ten guys or top fifteen guys are booked at, like anytime soon. I don't think. I don't think. So. Yeah, I don't think so either. Alex, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just curious. I know last time we talked to you was right at the beginning of COVID. And has, has, hasn't really changed. Um, yeah. So yeah. So you guys are kind of doing outdoor stuff now, as much as you. Can. Yeah. I've just been hitting some pads in the park and running and whatnot. But yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Hmm. How do how, how do you do that? Like when you were preparing for Jeremy Stevens, are you still looking for like you know sparring partners that 
are similar to him, or is it kind of just like who's around, who's is is who's around? Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely always looking for people that are similar to him. And uh, like we had a long camp, so I think it was twelve weeks. I had noticed for that. So for twelve weeks uh, at the start, I was in England, and in England, if you're a professional athlete, you're a, you can train. So <laughs> so I was training as normal, and uh, then. Um, yeah, so 12 weeks I was training for Stevens with people like Stevens, you know, shaped like Stevens, all that. And uh, uh, the week before he, he pulled out, so, yeah. and I hadn't heard nothing since. You had a, um, I think it was earlier this year, didn't you have, or maybe it was just a rumor and I'm full of shit, didn't you have, a, I thought it was supposed to be you and um, uh, Emmett, was that a possibility? Was that yeah, what happened no, there? We, uh, we were supposed to fight in uh, North Carolina, January 25th. Um, he pulled out uh, maybe 10 days before the fight. Oh, and um, yeah, so he pulled out and then and then uh, I fought Nick Lentz because Nick Lentz was on the card and his opponent got injured. So they just put us together. And he, and he wasn't too different, like physically, size wise. Kind of like, yeah, both scrappy, wild guys, you know. So. Yeah too big of an adjustment i remember your length fight i just didn't i didn't realize that he replaced um emmett yeah yeah that was supposed to be emmett but um yeah and then emmett said after he uh he wasn't interested in rescheduling and and uh yeah so there was that. Who, who'd he just fight he just had a good performance against someone same burgers that was a good fight oh yeah oh burgers that's right yeah yeah so yeah i think he Fucked his knee up pretty bad, I think, in that one. Right? Yes, so. yeah, tough dude, tough dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It just—it's a—it's a shame, man. It's such a mystery because, uh, to my knowledge, you have, I think, the longest—the longest win streak in the in the featherweight division. Oh, you're, yeah. in the, you're in the top ten. You think people would be eager to call you out? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, at this point in my career, like a lot of the time, I fight and then. People are like, oh, why is he not for anyone ranked? It's like, well, now I, I did a camp for, for Stevens and he got injured and then a camp for Emmett and he got injured and said he wasn't interested after. And, uh, you know, I, I just, people are saying I need to fight someone to like solidify my position, but uh, people in the top 10 don't want to fight. Obviously, if you're outside the rankings, and you'll fight anyone to get in that rankings. And, yeah. You know, but yeah, but for me at this point, I need someone in that list, like that top 10, that top 15, you know, someone with a name like to, to break through and sort of, okay, I've got the win streak. Now I have to plant my name there and sort of show them. So I'm serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got the ranking, which is good. It's not like yeah. they're, it's not like they're resisting putting you there. So you got your spot, which is good, but it's, it's, you know, it's yeah. pretty, fuck, it's pretty fucked up. You can't get a guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, now, now I want to want to prove I'm one of those top ten guys and like prove I deserve that position by being a top ten guy. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Um, who? You know, someone else is having a similar issue. It seems Ryan Hall. Are you teammates with him? Does he train with you or? Yeah. yeah. Well, when things are normal, yeah. yeah. When things so, are normal, right? Yeah. So mm. you guys wouldn't fight, would you? No. No. Okay. No. He's a tough dude. He's a tough dude. Yeah, yeah I see him. He was talking about it, and uh, yeah, he said the same thing. So, or, I mean, unless we were, or one of us was champion, I don't, I don't. There's plenty of other people out there, you know. 
Yeah. Right, yeah. You would choose not to fight. Yeah, exactly. He's got a scary style, though. He's got a scary, unique style, anyways. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Very good. Hmm. Alex, yeah. go ahead with something. Yeah. So, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. Like, with the UFC and the matchmaking, it's kind of like half the time they might come with you with somebody, but a lot of times you kind of talk amongst yourself. Yeah. It's just interesting. So, like, do you got do you hear of like other people's coaches or camps that are looking for fights and then it's just like through Twitter or are you guys like DMing each other? Just <laughs> anyone that you hear about like is looking, you're like, oh, all right, well let me reach out. Yeah. No, I, to be honest, I, I don't know. I've never really called anyone out or anything, and it was just that I, I saw he wanted a fight by Bozo, so I was like, I'll, I'll tweet him and see if the, we can make it happen, and then and then nothing, and I asked for it by the matchmakers and they said he was injured and he was out for a while but then I saw him saying he wanted to fight December so I was like oh okay so it's always confusing like one guy saying something and then someone saying the other you never really know yeah, it's horrible but yeah I, I, I'm not messaging other guys asking like I want to fight soon <laughs> you think that well you think the matchmakers would be all over it um, yeah uh, uh, like you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but who would you like to call out? Like, let's say, if 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 for whatever reason this would it would would get out there and people would hear it, like, who what yeah. names would you look like? Maybe like a Danny Gay or something like that. Or yeah, that, that's a good fight. Uh, yeah, and he's he's I think he's a top ten guy, like for sure. He was recently, I don't know, but yeah, exactly. So uh, something like that, something like that. Uh, obviously, Stevenson Emmett. I've done camps for both of those, and I was supposed to find him both and. That didn't happen, so well, I guess if that's on the table, that would always, if they were interested in future, I don't, I don't know if they are, from the sound of it, no, but yeah. <laughs> now that you say it, there's actually, there's plenty of names out there, this is, yeah, exactly. there's a lot, lot of guys. Um, Ortega had a good performance against Zombie, what did you think of that in the comeback? Yeah, I thought he looked good. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he made like improvements in his skill set, he's always had those skills and he's always had that ability. Yeah, I think the way he beat uh, uh, Korean Zombie, moving, you know, hit and move, taking him with big shots when he rushes in. I think that's that's what I do. You know, I, I that's not a new thing to me. That's like a, if you brawl with him, if you stand in front of him, but if you move, he doesn't do too good. You had the answer all along. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, go ahead. You got something? Um, yeah, it's just kind of. How do you feel that it's just been interesting that you moving you're moving up the rankings without fighting? It, I just always yeah. thought like you know, it's cool. I know last time we talked to you, you're twelfth. Now now are you sitting at number nine? Or... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's kind of like bittersweet, really. I mean, it's cool because I feel like. I'm, I'm training for these guys and I'm, I'm signing contracts and trying to fight these guys and it's not happening. Oh, I'm not, you know, I know people get injured and it happens as part of the sport, but like, uh, do you, um, this is probably a silly question. I'm assuming this is, this is kind of curveball for you. I had to ask, uh, I'm assuming you, you roll with Frost, right? Yeah. I was asking how good his guillotine is. His guillotine? Yeah. Uh, I know it's good. But it's more the transitions he does after, like everything else. Yeah, you know? he's 
Braun is, is like, he gives you enough rope to hang yourself, you know? So he'll <laughs> kind of let you move, but the more you move, the worse it gets, you know? So it's, yeah, he'll let you get into a position and move, you move, move, and yeah, it's, it sucks. <laughs> He's good. He's good everywhere. No, I asked because, uh, I don't know if you know, I, I, I seen uh, he posted that he, on um, BJJ Fanatics, he released a guillotine instructional. So I was curious. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but yeah, he's, I've been so by <laughs> probably everything. So, yeah, it was good. I was like, I'm interested in this guillotine instruction. I'll ask a guy who rolls with him. <laughs> yeah, he's good, man. Really so what do you think? Well, I mean, what what do you think the future of the featherweight division is? Do you think it's looking like Ortega is going to get um, Volkanovski? How, yeah. how do you see that matchup playing out? Uh, yeah, I think Ortega's really good style for Volkanovski. Right? I think Ortega beats him. Yeah, I think so. But I, I will say Volkanovski's are very. He's really good, but like he's so good at game planning. You know, what I mean, like he always looks different every fight. He's very good at sticking to a plan and I think that's the best thing with him. and he's, he's tough as fuck he keeps coming he's fit all that stuff but yeah like yeah, his skill set isn't like really scary like crazy it's more just his balance like his strategy but I think Ortega has too many tools too many tools in too many areas to deal with him Ortega for the win I like it what mm -hmm. about um Holloway and Cater. I know you're a big Cater fan because you're a big boxing fan, and he's got yeah. good boxing. How do you think? Yeah. Do you think he has enough to to get through Holloway? Uh, no, I think uh, I I just think Holloway again because he has more tools. You know, he's a good boxer. He's rangy. He's long, and uh, I mean that's one of uh, Cater's biggest advantages. Like his his reach, his length, like his height. That's something sort of like one of them things that is his biggest strength. But if you take that away, then I, I don't think so. So Holloway, he's probably they match up probably about the same size. I think so. Yeah. So if Holloway, if Holloway wins, do you think let's say let's say Volkanovski does lose to Ortega? Do you think mm -hmm. they'll run Holloway and Ortega for the belt? Yeah, I guess so. That would make sense. But I, I don't know what's happening with Yair uh, and Zabit, but that's true. That's true. Wonder why? What about one of those guys, man? If those guys can't seem to get it together. I'm sure you'd love to step in. Yeah, uh, I actually, funnily enough, offered uh, to step in for Zabit when Yaya pulled out a few months ago, and uh, I think they were trying to sit and wait for a title shot. So, uh, that's a shame. So that didn't happen. Yeah, but also, I think that fight is going to happen eventually. They both, they just one gets, oh, he gets, Yaya gets injured, and then they push it back a month. I don't, know. I don't know what is it booked? Is it booked now, or is it? it I don't. It's been books like multiple times. I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's become the new uh, Tony Khabib thing. Yeah, that's funny. Hmm. <clears throat> Alex, you got something? Go ahead. Um, no, I'm good. I was going. What was I going to say? I was going to say. I know. Well, I have another. I have a question from Eddie as well. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, save that. I'll do that one for. What was I going to ask about? Um. I don't remember, so we'll move on. Oh, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Um, we have sort of like a like a um, like a nogi jujitsu like sponsor kind of thing. I was wondering if you wanted a, a rash guard. If you could send me your address, I could send you a rash guard if you'd be interested. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll do Okay, when we're done here, I'll, I'll hit you up. And if you just send me like a mailing address, then I'll, okay. I'll get you a rash guard. Cool. I think you'll, cool. I think you'll like them. But, uh, oh, yeah, dude. Uh, they're legit. Let me find this question. Uh, one of our buddies, Eddie, he's a, he's a head coach at an MMA gym in, um, in Germany. He wanted, he's a big fan of yours. He wanted to say what's up. And he wanted to say, he wanted a question. We want to know how, how you would describe your fight style best. And if you had a chance to start over and you had to pick two martial arts to start from, what would they be? Uh, I think boxing was, <laughs> if I had to change it from what I did start with or keep it the same. Oh, I mean, if you like, if you like what you started with, but let's just say, let's say you started from scratch you want, and you had to stick to two, two yeah. dis disciplines or two arts, what would they be? Uh, boxing and wrestling, I think. Boxing and wrestling, yeah. I just think uh, the footwork from boxing, like it translate, it's easy to add kicks to that stuff. And obviously wrestling is probably the best base to have, you know, controlling it on the feet and, and scoring the takedowns and keeping your guy down on the ground. And that's, once you've got that, it's easy to add the submissions to that. Rather than jiu-jitsu, it's sort of like, it's harder to add the takedowns into the sort of a jiu-jitsu game, especially like rolling on your back and whatnot. So yeah, yeah I, I'd go with those two. And how would you describe your fight style best? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think like adaptive, you know, like I always kind of change for who I'm fighting. So I, I try and be one of those game plan guys. You know, like if I'm fighting a guy that's trying to take me down, obviously I've had fights where I've uh, messed up and been taken down a bunch of times. But I've made adjustments in, uh, you know, if I'm fighting a guy that's whole game plan is to get me down and bore me out. Uh, I've got to hit and move and be on my toes and get away from a counter wrestle and whatnot. But then if I'm fighting a guy that's coming forward swinging, like, okay, well, I'm going to plant my feet and come forward too. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'd go with that adaptive. You know? Adaptive. <laughs> I like it. Um, we'll let you go in a second. But now you said that, you reminded me. Um, when you fought, when you fought um, mm -hmm. Gilbert Melendez, you know, Obviously, you don't like to brag about yourself, but it was a stellar performance, right? It, you know, it was, it was, it was incredible. It was. Um, but you were just picking him apart on the feet, and then in the third round, you, you decided to take him down. Did you just want to show off your – showcase your whole skill set? Or I, well, I was wondering what the reason was, because you were clearly winning on the feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it literally just – you know, I was throwing shots, and I planted my feet on a couple, and I landed a couple of hard shots, and I was like, man, this guy's got a hard head. So, I, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not – Probably not going to take him out unless I sort of, you know, come forward and really try. He's tough as they come. And uh, so I thought, all right, maybe I'll switch up, take him down and see if I can sort of get something going on the floor. But again, a couple of shots and he got back to his feet. But, yeah, I thought maybe I'll look for a submission or something. But uh, yeah, he's, he's a very, he just got back up, didn't he? Pretty easy. <laughs> I threw a couple of shots and he sprung up. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> back, to, back to here. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, listen, buddy. We'll let you go. We just wanted to. We just wanted a quick update. We don't want to take too much of your time. Um, Absolutely. I, we're we're big fans. You're probably you're probably the most talked about active fighter on this podcast because we're always like the featherweight. We think the featherweight division, at least I do, is probably I think the most stacked division. And you're floating around the top ten, and there's there's guys fighting all around, and it seems like yeah. it seems like between you and Ryan Hall, two ranked mm -hmm. guys that just seem like either no one wants to fight no one's calling out it's just it's a bummer man i wanted to hear from you and see if you had any updates or 
Yeah. Uh, hopefully soon. I, I can only assume January. You know, there's there's people people aren't booked, and there's fights that need to be booked in January. So yeah, uh, yeah. So let's let's see. Hopefully, and hopefully something good. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this division moving. We need Arnie to get a fight. Yeah. I need to get active, man. <laughs> I need to get three, four fights, man. But hell yeah, man. Well, yeah. listen, I wish you the best. And um and uh I'll 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 hit you up again, I'll remind you. Uh if you send me a mailing address, I'll get you like a rash guard in the mail. What size? What size rash guard? I'm uh medium, medium. Medium. Always All, right. Medium. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll get you hooked up. It was nice to see you, buddy. And you, man. All the best. Thank you. Thanks, fast.